So, I'm going to be honest. You know, I might as well. It's the first episode. I've been a psychology major here at Andrews University for four years now. Uh, I'm going to be here for an extra semester, so four and a half. But anyways, uh, at the end of my fourth year, I started to realize that psychology was not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And this was a very, you know, scary and strange idea because it had me thinking, so what was I going to do instead? All right, you guys ready to start? Remember, just like practice, it's going to be easy. All right, go ahead on your count. One, two, three. pursuits um i finally got to see what um trying to figure out what i wanted you remember my friend adrian she was on our first episode of smart and she definitely was at an impasse she wasn't sure if going to med school was what she wanted to do so i decided to catch up with her and see where she currently is in her life i was able to discover um where I was headed, I was able to see, like, the final destination of just my journey of waiting for um, a purpose to just fall in my lap, and yeah, after long applications, after um, enrollment, and just agonizing over what it is I wanted to do, I was able to enroll in medical school, um, and see what that was all about. So while being in med school or being in a place that you thought you were not going to be in just a couple of months ago or just about a year ago, actually, can you still use your strengths? Can you still use your gifts? So it turns out that Adrian went to med school after all. That is not a bad thing, and it's not necessarily a good thing either. Let me explain. It really depends on the choice that you want to make. It may seem like she's compromising and that she's falling back into possibly a meandering existence that was only informed by a decision that she made years ago and she decided to commit to it out of fear. Or this was what she was meant to do all along and she simply had a moment of disillusionment and of confusion. And that moment coming out of that moment rather help strengthen her decision. So it really depends on the way you look at it and how you choose to interpret the decision that she made and that maybe you will make too. I'm still learning how my strengths can be realized in a program like this, in the classroom setting, um, in a graduate school, right? Like if anything, I would say that my program is cultivating more dimension to the strengths that I already know that I have um, because there really isn't a clearly defined position of influence um, in the program that I'm in. I'm in. Um, and yet alone, there are very few required group settings, right? So um, whereas in leadership positions that I've held before, 
I learned how to use my strengths um, for the good of organizational dynamics, group settings, and that sort of thing. But now I'm learning how my strengths can maximize my personal successes and my own um, personal pursuits, I guess you could say. So finally, it begs the question, was this experience meaningless? Was it something that didn't have to happen that becomes purely irrelevant in retrospect? Or was it something that actually adds to the process and the journey itself? I believe that this experience was very pivotal to me. And yes, I did experience um, feelings of cowardice and uncertainty and hesitation. But if we're going to talk about the defining moment where I decided or discovered that the path that I was going to lead was um, one that looked like medical school and medicine related instead of uh, ministerial and pastor related. Honestly, that day was the day that I got accepted into Loma Linda Medical School. Um, I remember that day clearly. And I remember how I felt leading up to that moment because I, I really believed that God was going to play my life and decline me from every med school that I had applied to. And so when I, when my phone started ringing from a number in California, I really thought, I, I knew that it was Loma Linda calling, but I really thought that it was Loma Linda calling me to reject me. And I thought, how grimy of them to do that. But I answered anyway. Um, to my surprise, I was accepted. And honestly, after I was accepted, it kind of felt like um, like it wasn't real, first of all, and that, that it wasn't supposed to happen this way. Um, and I kind of rejected the notion of going to med school like for a good month or so. Didn't really tell anyone. Or if anyone asked me what my plans were next, the following year, I would kind of just be like, mm, maybe it's medical school. Who knows? We'll see how it goes. Um, but kind of like what a few of your interviewees talked about in the first episode, um, the paths that we choose to pursue sometimes aren't ones that we're called to as much as paths that we choose to lead. And then God honors that decision and um, either honors it or maybe he calls you to a different one. But um, I think part of being a human, part of part of being a free agent um, that gives us the freedom to decide where our paths are going to lead. And yeah, maybe plans change and sometimes life, you know, takes different turns, but um, that pivotal moment for me was, yeah, after getting that acceptance, but then accepting my acceptance. Um, I feel like <clears throat> I have come to understanding that that stuff, that stuff just happens. It's just like we feel that, you know, God is leading us in a way. And it could be true. Um, I just struggled with the idea of, like, if he was with you for this whole entire journey and he was guiding you along this way, why would he tell you to, you know, switch it up or do something different? You remember Robert Ray from last season? Very tall guy, booming voice, very personable, and of course, a great smile, which makes sense because now he is knee-deep in dental school. So, yep, that's true. He definitely went through with his plans. 
So I, of course, want to catch up with him because he had the opposite perspective for the most part to what Adrian was saying. So, of course, now I already revealed that he went through with what he wanted to do. But how did that come about? Did anything in his thought process change? And where exactly is he? currently in his life and i what i've understood is the reason why that happens is because god has another plan for you he he had a plan for you for that long haul and then this is that other plan where that comes out of nowhere and it's hard for us to understand we we struggle and we we fight with it and we just don't understand where um God wants us to go. So that's why it's harder when it comes to like the end and you're so close to being where you want to be. And it's not where you want to be. It's where God wants you to be. And he just flips it on you. And it's, it's, it's very confusing and it's hard to understand. That's why that was my view of like, why would God do that? Why would God tell you to switch it up after he brought you this far? And it's just what God does. It's, it's hard to understand. It's something we just have to ask God when we get to heaven. But... It's just understanding, again, that God has done so much for you, um, and you have to understand that he will tell you to go, and you just have to listen to him. So that's just my view. Um, It's changed um, just through understanding, reading more, um, you know, strengthening my relationship with him. You see that you see that God can really change things in your life rapidly. So it seems like Robert Ray has this perspective of things change, things happen that we simply can't explain. And hopefully we'll understand later on. And for now, we just have to roll with the punches. So now it seems like we're going to dive in into what Robert Ray has been up to over these past couple of months. His philosophy seems like it shifted a little bit. So has his career path or his educational path rather has that changed too? <clears throat> hey again, Jordan, uh, just to follow up on that second question of where am I at now? Has my path changed? Has um, Am I on the same path? Have I completely changed it? Um, and question: the answer for that question is I am on the same exact path. Uh, maybe not in the same uh, route that I was going to take um, I was going to go straight to dental school um, and oral surgery, but I have decided, and I'm actually currently here in California, I'm about to start the dental hygiene program. Um, it's it's a two-year program. It's not uh, DDS. It's not dental school. Um, it's a two-year program. Um, after I finish that, and then I will pursue uh, dental school. Um, then after that, I want to do um, oral surgery. Um you can, I guess you could say, like, when we talked before, like, I said I was going to go to dental school, and that plan is still there. It's just, I guess I'm on a longer path. Um, I feel like this is what's best um, for for me as a, as, a, as a person, how I feel where I'm at right now after praying about it and just, you know, just struggling with the idea of, like, should I go to dental school? Should I take a year off? Or... Should I take two years off? Should I work? I want to play, pay off these loans. And just struggling with that, I kind of put myself in like this this hole where I wasn't sure where I wanted to go. I didn't want to deal with, you know, owing the government money. I just wanted to work. And after all that, you know, I come 
we come down to it and I just pray about it, pray about it. And I feel like this is what God has shown me. Um, I feel like when we, <laughs> when we go against, you know, God's original plan, um, he can't just put us back where we want to be right there. And then, you know, we can trust God after that. I think we have to go, we have to go through the consequences. We have to face it. Like we, we have disobeyed God. We didn't do what he wanted us to do. And we have to go through those consequences. And I feel like, um, in a sense, you can look at me doing dental hygiene as this consequence. Cause you know, I want to be in dental school, but I was doing stuff, pushing myself away from it to where, you know, it was just harder to get there. And I feel like this is the consequences where I have to go through this two years of dental hygiene school. And I, I think I'll enjoy it, but just the longer haul, like nobody wants to be in school. Well, some people do, but I feel like nobody wants to be in school for, you know, six, seven years. Um, and I just, I just thank God that he's, you know, brought me back on the, the right track on my way to becoming a dentist, all surgeon, um, just doing, just doing, just to do great things. Um, and yeah, my, my path, uh, is the same. Um, you could say it, it, it changed, but I'm, I'm still on my way to the, the same career, same journey to, to just do God's work, to give people uh, a brighter smile and to replace that confidence, uh, in them. Um, yeah, so it's just, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm doing the same thing that we talked about in uh, season one. Um, I'm just doing God. We're doing what God wants me to do. Wow, what an honestly interesting twist. Robert Ray was the individual that was pretty firm in what he wanted to do and where he wanted to go, but he also did stray away from the path a little bit. He made mistakes that hindered him being in the place that he wanted to be in right now. And honestly, that's okay. It's something that is really par for the course. And it really shows that we have to throw some audibles in the mix when we do make mistakes, when we do stray away. And sometimes a God, the universe, or whatever you may believe in decides to give us a second chance, but add some extra steps for us to take before we can get back on the original plan. Sometimes that's just the way it goes. After the break, we'll catch up with James Price, who experienced a remarkable change in title. Stay tuned. Okay, time for intermission. We will be playing Melancholy in F. One, two, three. So we're here with uh, Dean Price, but I uh, noticed that you go by a different name now, a different title. So before you answer that question, uh, Dean Price was on the show earlier, well, uh, yeah, just uh, just about a season ago, and he gave the advice of, well, actually, Dean Price, you go ahead and tell us, uh, what, what do you remember talking about on the show last time you were on? Hello, Jordan. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. I think what I remember is we talked about... Um, 
career paths and callings and that sort of thing, vocations, occupations, that sort of thing. And I think what I remember most, that I don't know if I said this exactly, but I'm pretty sure it was something like working on the RA team. I was on the RA team for a number of years, resident hall advisor, and DP was one of the associate deans. And that is, um, you need to be flexible um, because... You never know um, where life, where God is going to take you down different roads or paths. Um, where you're needed um, one day might not be the same place you're needed five or ten years from now. So you have to be flexible. Um, and then your interests may change. Um, and so, um, so, yeah, I think that was my, my main thing, was like being open to where God was leading at the, at the given time. So, with that being said, what are you up to now? Well, funny you should ask that. Uh, actually, um, I had a great seven-year run at Andrews as a residence hall dean. And wouldn't you know it, after that conversation, a few months later, really felt the call of God to actually leave Andrews and uh, get back into something that I'd never left, but to jump back into it full-time, and that is nursing. Um, that's what I went to Andrews for uh, 20 plus years ago. I'm a registered nurse in the state of Michigan. And, um, and really, uh, after a great mission trip uh, that we took uh, to Haiti, uh, I came back really inspired to jump back into the healthcare field. And so, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. I'm working at a local clinic. Um, I get to engage people in the community um, and, and matters of health. And it's been really a good learning experience so far. I do think a really big signifier of a major change in one's life in terms of career, job, or even where to mm -hmm. live is usually a strong why. Mm -hmm. So did you have a strong why within yourself? Were you given a strong why of this is why I'm doing this? That's a, that's a big change. Mm -hmm. It's like from Dean Price to Nurse Price. Mm -hmm. Well, that to be honest with you, the... Um, the strong call within was really the initial voice was saying, it's time to leave Andrews. It's time to leave that position. And that's really all I got um, initially. And, uh, and so I had to be obedient to that. And so I really didn't know where I was going um, other than, you know, the Lord was loudly saying, it's time for you to leave this position and then softly he was saying it's time for you to enter back in a more full-time way the health field and so I really didn't know where I was going I just put my you know put my resume out there and and uh, and wouldn't you know it I put it out at one place and um, a local community health clerk clinic gave me a call back had one interview with them, I was hired the next day, basically. So that was really good. Um, so the why, uh, I don't know if, I don't know if I know what the why is yet. Um, I feel somewhere that, that God was wanting me to interact again in the community of in a community where there were there weren't people of like faith um, 
to get back into interacting with people who maybe didn't think like me or believe like me. And, and I, I began to sense that he wanted to me to, to use me in those areas, use gifts, abilities, talents, training that he's given me to engage people, engage people outside of my faith scope once again. I've done this before. I was a full-time nurse, you know, 10 years ago. Um, and it was time to go back to that. That's the sense that I got. So that was a large part of the why, I think. So final question. Yeah. Uh, during that transition, during this stage of kind of moving from one job to the other, how did that feel? Was it scary? And were the beliefs and I think the, I guess the role map that you provided to people maybe younger than you on how decisions and how life and how purpose works, how they can change. Was that tested? Was that strengthened? Was it weakened? What happened to that? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All three. All three. I tell you, I wish I could tell you that I ran and jumped off the cliff immediately and felt no fear. I did. I felt some fear. fear. I I, I honestly, um, the initial call, I felt very confident. Um, after prayers and, and um, really listening for the voice of God. Um, and, and then he was just saying, hey, time to move forward. And moving forward was putting in a resignation. That was, you know, saying, okay, I'm going to take these steps forward in faith that you called me to, even though I don't know, really know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, I felt very confident at first. But then when I actually put in the resignation and when I actually reached the last day of employment at Andrews, I was like, man, where am I going? What is going, what's the future going to be like? And, and yes, there was some, in me, uh, yeah, some unsure days as well. It wasn't just, you know, rock solid within myself that, oh, I know where I'm going. I know exactly what I'm going to do. That was shaky. And it was in those moments that I had to keep moving forward with the plan. And the plan was to move forward. Hmm. Even though I didn't know exactly, I didn't know 10 steps down the road. I had to take the one step that was in front of me. So, yeah, I had some trepidation. And I'll be honest with you, even now sometimes I wonder, man, what am I doing out here? But then every so often I'll have great days where I've engaged and interacted with either new coworkers or the population that I'm serving as a nurse. And I'll go home and I'll say, that's why I'm doing this. So. Well, thank you, Nurse Price. Appreciate you for coming back. It's great to be here. Thank you, Jordan. The simple practice of coming back to people that we were talking to over a year ago really shows how our ideals can drive the decisions that we make and how those decisions can really affect the life we continue to live. Just look at DP. He stood by the advice that he imparted on us when we spoke to him and he had to use that advice even though he was nervous, uh, you know, even even a little confused on what he was going to do next, but he stuck to that advice and he is in a place that he is happy to be in. Robert Ray and Adrian, they're still figuring things out, but it seems like both of them stayed on the path they originally set out to do. And even if they did not do it, I do think the advice still stands. Be flexible. Make sure that you're always doing something that you're passionate about. And just be open to changes and surprises. You'll never know 
what's going to happen. I think at every turning point, there is a huge amount of pressure to make the right decision, but we should remember that any decision can be a turning point if we let it. Oh, you're leaving us already. Fine by me. Just don't forget to check out this show again at smartjordan.net or on iTunes and also wherever you get your podcasts. Also, if you go on iTunes and leave a review and leave a star rating, that helps a lot. This whole show is made entirely by me, so your support and your positive feedback is all that propels me into making the show even better than it is right now. I'll catch you later. Stay smart. All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, what's, the, what's the word? Um, let's, uh, oh, yeah, let's close it out. All right, let's do the encore of the, the first track of the night. Okay. One, One two, two, three. three.